welcome, dear listener, to the same old Wombles podcast, season two, episode something in the teens. Um, uh, I'm Matt Cooper, and today I'm joined by Adam Proctor and Alex Foggs. Um, we're obviously going to have a look back on the last couple of games, chat a little bit about the uh, the FA Cup, uh, uh, try not to panic about the January window. And we might even we might even touch on the accounts because that's the kind of kid, crazy kids that we no are. No doubts the way you feel. No, your passion's very real. I must say we're all impressed. The way the fans approach this test. The days have gone when football clubs live and fly just on fans' love. Davis isn't just a game, and tough decisions must be made. Anyhow, welcome, uh, Alex and Adam. Uh, how are you guys doing? You are you? Uh, what's your mood? I, w- I was thinking earlier on, my move would, would have been better if the results were kind of like, you know, we lost, then we won, uh, rather than rather than what was an excellent game on Saturday. Seems slightly uh, the edge taken off by the defeat of Gillingham last night. What do you think, chaps? Well, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm in a positive mood. I um, okay. obviously slightly frustrated about last night. Um, I, you know, the, the the highlight of last night was the lights going out uh, for 24 minutes. Up until then, we seemed to be playing okay. It wasn't a sparkling performance, but it looked okay. Certainly, the second half of the first half, if that makes sense, we were by far dominant. We came into it. We nullified their pressure. We were looking like the only team that was going to score. And we created some really good chances. Uh, unfortunately, they they just had one chance, uh, and they made the most of it. So it was a bit disappointing. But look, Saturday was barring playoff final, the happiest I have been at a football game that I can remember. That was a scintillating performance, even if we did concede two goals. Uh, Ali was brilliant. We found somebody who can take penalties. Um, the whole club seemed to be on board with it. Um, everybody was happy. It was a full house. Even 1,200 Notts County supporters made the trip and, and fair play to them. Um, yeah, it was it was a really, really good game and I loved it and it showed what we can do. Uh, and I was even happier because uh, I thought before that game, as I think I might have mentioned last week, I thought we were going to lose it. So, yeah, we did well. Yeah, I think the um, Saturday was a great game. Um and uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was. It was. <laughs> I remember thinking it was a different game for lots of reasons. One, we won, and it was really exciting and interesting. And normally, I only have like a bag of chips. But then on Saturday, I mean, maybe this is what I have to do every game. I had a, I had some spring rolls. Then I had some bag of chips. Then I had some samosas. So maybe I just need to eat loads of football matches, and that will ensure that we uh, that we do well. And another two penalties. What, what's going? I mean, yeah, we obviously draw penalties, and but we uh, we now are converting them. And then, yeah, the Gillingham game was a bit disappointing because it would have, we would have ended up in seventh, wouldn't we, I think? So um would have put us just where I wanted us to be. And the, oh, the lights going out. What was going on with that? That's so mad. Um I watched. I didn't watch the game, although it was on my iFollow, but I did watch all the highlight clips and the, the various vlogs and whatever to see what was going on. And it did... It was disappointing because it looked like we had a lot of chances. Uh, there was, you know, the, one hit the post, one like Bugle sort of nodded it off the line, kind of or something. It was very weird. 
So it felt like we should have won that game. So it's always disappointing when you go from taking all the opportunities we had on Saturday to then again like having opportunities that we don't convert. So that I just it seems a bit of a weird one. Um, and I wasn't wasn't blown away by the subs and the late timing of all that. I don't know whether the lights going out messed us up. It didn't. From what I saw on the replays, it didn't look like we were like massively affected by that that stopping play, but. You got to think it's cold. I know they go back into the changing rooms or whatever, but that's twenty-three minutes of hanging around. That's a bit weird. So I don't know what happened there. Well, um, ultimately, that that did work for them, didn't it? You know, the lights going out and whatever. I, my understanding is that was you know when we came back on, we sort of picked off from where we you know picked off from where we left off. So anyhow, it was we were looking we were looking um, we were looking good by all accounts. It's just. It just was frustrating, but Saturday was was very odd. I mean, it, uh, when it went to two all, I, I if someone said to me the score's going to be four two, I would have thought it would have been four two to County. But we really rallied. I mean, we were defensively we were superb, and um, we took our chances. And the fact that we got no, why did it take so long for us to decide who's going to be our penalty taker? I mean, where what's the road to there that they've, they've suddenly got to? Uh, uh, to Reeves, so like, you know, it's your turn to take him, mate. And he's done a he's done a brilliant job. So it's um absolute, you know, that was that was an amazing game. Last night, it's just you know Tuesday. I was just disappointing because, um, like I say, could have got into the playoffs. And I'm looking at the table, and it feels like the top six. There's a gap between them now and the, and the sides below them. Um, so it almost feels, and I know we're not. I don't even think we're halfway through the season yet. But it feels like there's going to be that little bit of gap and a, a rush for the last uh, for the last playoff place. But we're playing we're playing well enough, and it's I, I wonder now. It's quite frustrating, isn't it? Because you want to have the next game to sort of like right or wrong. But our next game isn't a league game. Our next game is is the cup. It is the it's the it's the FA Cup, and it's um one of those very difficult ones, which is we should win, and and not only should we win, we shouldn't win like. By the odd goal, we should win, um, and so it's it's really difficult. And I'm wondering, with that particular game, um, do we change it up? Are we going to be change? It, do we change it and give you know youngsters a chance? Maybe give some of the players who haven't had much of a chance in there. Like I don't know what's happened to PK. I haven't seen him around for ages, and I thought he was um, back in. But is it a chance for PK and Pell and other players to? Um, to be in the squad, or do you want to keep the squad we had last night and you know right or wrong if you like? I'd rather see us play a full strength team, maybe with one or two changes. Um, to as you say, the likes of PK and Pell, so the the players who, if they're fit enough, would normally be on the bench. Um, I wouldn't want us to bring in a load of kids, um, partly because. We've still got the um, cut and shut cup uh, for for which they can play in, yeah. uh, and also because I think you've got to pay Ramsgate the respect that they're in the second round for a reason. And whilst agree. you're absolutely right, Matty, that we we should be winning four or five, um, I, I I worry that if we don't quite get it right and our heads go down it could be a very nervous time and we certainly don't want to replay. Uh, so 
you know, I would play a, a relatively full strength team if we can get game time for Pell, if he's fit, if we can get game time for PK. You know, those are players who come the the middle and end of the season, we will have injuries and we'll have to expect to use them. So I would I would put them in. Um and let's go for it. Let's win comprehensively. Let's keep the good times going. Let's think that Gillingham was just a little blip and you know, we didn't play badly. We just didn't take our chances then. Um and we'll know already what the draw is for the third round. We'll know whether we've got a big team um simply because the draw takes place on the Sunday before we've played. Um so we're in the hat already. Let's let's make sure we earn our place in the third round uh, and have something really to look forward to in the new year. Um, I think awesome. we're on enough at the moment. Let's let's keep it going. I love it. I love the fact that we're in the third round draw. So, you know, at least we've made it that far, yeah? Oh, sorry, I, I just, I really want to pick up on something that you've, that you, that you've said, and it's a con- I know it's a constant bugbear of yours, and it's made me think, and it is about subs and the use thereof. Um, I mean, I always remember, I think it was Neil Ardley, we always used to get to a situation where it was 70 minutes, that was when we made subs. Every match, it was 70 minutes. But now it seems to be we're bringing on people very late. It's like, it's almost like he doesn't quite trust the people that are on the bench. And I would argue that actually, quite a lot of times, we've got a strong bench. So, you know, why why is he making his subs so, so late? Yeah, that's what I find frustrating because I think we have got a strong bench and I think that they need to play for longer. I just don't see how you can... Im- I just don't think you can really impact a game if you're only on for a few minutes or you're just in the extra time whatever, or added on time. It just seems kind of silly. Like, I know that... Again, I've said this before. I know that they warm up and they're ready to go and it's not like they're coming on cold. But what's the point if they haven't got any time to run around? You know, I... I I know yet they should be picked tactically. I don't want there to be like, yeah, like you say, where we, we were always like, oh, yeah, 70 minutes, subs are coming. Um, but give some of them a bit more of a run out, I think. That would just, I don't know. Because you think if, if when you lose towards the end of the game and you've made late changes, you can only think the changes have been part of that you know, problem. And also, I'm wondering whether, you know, is there, is, there a, is there sometimes a plan B or are we set in the way that we play? So most of our subs are like for like, rather than changing a formation, rather than putting someone on and saying, you know, we're going to... But that's the other thing for me. If they're like for like subs, which they often are, then change them earlier (laughs) because it's like for like. (laughs) Give them more time. They're going to have, they're going to have more, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, all the players should be able to play for the 90 plus minutes, but at the very beginning of the season, there obviously was this talk about there being a lot more added on time. So maybe that he's putting them on later because of that worry that the they want to get that last bit of fitness against. But yeah, I think if they're like for like, put them on earlier. What do you I think? think it depends um, what, Alex? what I think it depends what the point of the sub is. Is it because you're trying to make a tactical change, and we're not seeing that very much? Is it because somebody's injured? Obviously, you, then you make it whenever the player has an injury, or is it because somebody's running out of fitness and? I think we're at the point of the season now where you would hope that players are at their peak fitness. Um, they're able to play for the full 90 minutes. And so it's only when the heart rate monitor or whatever gizmo they have tells them that the player is no longer performing to the required level 
that you put the sub on. Um, if you think that you can beat your opposition based on the tactics you've got and the players you've picked, why change them? I mean, you certainly don't want to change them for the sake of changing them. I do agree that if you're only giving somebody five minutes, then how much of an impact can they have? Uh, but I don't see a problem with bringing somebody on at 80 minutes if uh, it's taken that long for the the player they're replacing to 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 run out of puff. Um, I think you, you stagger the changes, anything from ideally you wouldn't want to make a sub before 60 minutes or so. Uh, but, you know, you... you stagger them from then on i don't have i i have to say this isn't i know adam's concerned about it it's not my biggest worry um i would i would make subs because there's a really good reason not not because you just want to give some people game time i don't think that's the best reason to do so yeah i guess it, for me it's always one way or the other isn't it either don't sub them or yeah i guess if they're, if they're suddenly being told that this player's run out of energy so they then it's a forced substitution so I don't, I don't like either scenario. I mean, I'm not saying it's a big deal, but I just don't. And what do I know about football tactics? But I just don't get. I just don't quite get what the subs. I'm always saying on the chat, like bring some subs on. It's always earlier, and the subs come on that I'm normally thinking about, and they don't have time to do what I think they could do, which is just bring that energy. But anyway, I don't know. And I think that what else is going to be a challenge is that we're going to look to bring new people in 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 January. I'm segueing to the January transfer window. But we're looking to bring we're looking to bring new people in there. And it's like I guess the worry is if you if you're coming in, are you going to come in, are you actually going to be sat sat on a bench? Um because I think we've we've almost got, I would suggest, quite a settled side. Uh, and it, it is going to be thrown up in the air because regardless we're going to lose Ali for all of January because he's going to be at the Asia Cup. Um, let's hope it's just January, um, but we're gonna we're going to have to you know we're going to have to bring other other people in. And I I think we all thought that one of the strengths of um, the promotion side was that we had four attackers that could bring different things to the game. And, you know, and you would use up Tom Elliott for instance, and he'd be you know. Bashing up your, uh, bashing up the defenders and getting in there, and then uh, you know, sixty-five, seventy minutes, you're bringing on Akinfenwa, and uh, and the same then goes for you know, you had Lyle Taylor and Aziz. So, you, and then that and that energy just just showed. So it it does feel like we are we are short, and I do feel I do feel sorry for Josh Davison, but it does feel like. Um, when you're comparing him to Ali, it's it, they're just they're chalk and cheese, aren't they? Uh, but we're going to yeah, need we're, to do, going to need to do something. We uh, yeah, I think if you look at our team, it is a fairly settled team, but that's split into two parts. It's it's fairly settled in defence and midfield because we've got good players there who are performing well up front. It's fairly settled because we're playing all we've got. And we don't have the, the the rotation that you've just talked about. So yeah. Ali is clearly playing brilliantly, fantastic. Not arguing against him. Um, Bugil's playing okay, I think. I think he's worrying defenders, but could always do a bit more. Josh, I think, is an impact player. Uh, Sasu has yet to provide that impact, but I think potentially could do. 
got to remember he's a really young kid still. Uh, yeah. But if we could bring in, we've we've obviously got to bring in one player very early in January because we've got to replace Ali, um, and I don't think we've got that within our squad at the moment. But I think we should be bringing in at least one uh, at least one extra attacker as well, uh, somebody who so that we've got that ability after 70 minutes or whatever, when the attackers who have been running around like crazy are running out of steam, we can bring them on. I think there's a role for Josh in that. Um, I I just don't think that Nerville has come on as much as we'd hoped. Um, Sasu is still finding his feet. Uh, so all we've got at the moment are those three strikers, um, one of whom is, not at the mo- is his most effectual. So, yeah, let's get a couple more strikers. Uh, every club would love to say that. I don't know what Craig Cope has got in plan, but I'm sure he's got a plan. Um, so let's get two more. And I think then we will have that that embarrassment of riches that we will need to see us through the season. Well, I noticed at the um, some of the highlights of the Gillingham game that um, Zanef scored a goal while the uh, floodlights were off. So maybe we can swap him to up front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I think I think that might be pushing it somewhat. I mean, the other the other thing, the other concern. I know this is uh, relatively minor, but you know we've got to play Stockport, and we've got well, we haven't played Stockport yet, have we? Uh, we've got to play them. Yeah, we've we have, got yeah. we played them at home. We lost. Oh, of course. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we've got to play them away. We've got two Stockport loanees, so we can't play them in that game. Um, so that's that's Mrs. Robinson and. Um, Joe, what's his face at the back? Joe Lewis. Lewis. Um, yeah. yeah. So you know, those are those are two players who, at the moment, are absolutely on the team sheet from the word dot. So you know, that's that's fairly worrying. I hope, obviously, that we still have them in our uh, team after January. I hope they're not recalled. But um, you know, so we've got to be able to cope with injuries injuries will come we've got to be able to cope with absences for Ali for the international duty um, those players who are missing because of suspension and we've got potentially four big suspensions coming up four players one one yellow card away from from missing a game I kind of hoped actually that maybe somebody would have taken a tactical yellow last night so that they missed the Ramsgate game but um, we're too honest for that apparently uh, so you know we've got we've got to have that bigger squad and regardless of the debt that we've got and I know that you alluded to this Matt with the the accounts and so on I think that if we're going to make that run for the playoffs and I think we should be looking at that still at the moment then we've got to we've got to spend a little bit more money in order to uh, have those extra players in place yeah it's 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 interesting I mean I'm I'm Assuming with our with our loan players, they're not going back to their to their parent clubs. Um, I, I I mean I can't see Bass necessarily going back, um, and I and I can't see someone putting a bid in for him necessarily. Um, I guess Lewis is uh, you know an except an exceptional defender, so maybe there's a fear there that he could be he could be recalled to be sold. Um, which has happened to us many times in the last in the last few January sales. Um, and as for getting a striker, I'm I'm wondering, you know, are we going to be looking at um, a, a Premier? I mean, if we could a Premier League or Championship uh, 
striker, someone that's someone in their youth team coming in, rather than buying someone. I mean, if you can, if you can unearth, I mean, like unearthing Ali was fantastic, but I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the idea: is you get a another force or somebody like him uh, coming in, kid from a Premier League or or, or Championship squad who comes in on loan to us plays a bit develops yeah i mean that that's ideal um also because it doesn't cost us anything but you know we 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 can't rely on that i don't think so we all we can do is trust in the process as somebody once memorably said uh, <laughs> and, uh, and trust in craig cope and all the football side of people to to get to get this right and so far their strike rate's pretty good it's not 100 percent, of course not it's never going to be 100 percent, but it's pretty good so i've got faith that they're going to be able to um get a couple of strikers in maybe somebody else interesting um you know you you talked about bass i'm firmly of the opinion i think i've said it before that if you've got a goalkeeper on loan goalkeepers shouldn't be allowed to be recalled from loan except with 10 days notice, at least 10 days notice, um, because teams don't carry a lot of goalkeepers. Um, and whilst he belongs to Sunderland, not us, we would be, yes, we've got Zanev, but but we would be up the creek for a second goalkeeper without him. So I think we should they should have to give 10 days notice for recalling a goalkeeper. Other than that, yeah, you know, I want to keep hold of Lewis. I want to keep hold of uh, Mrs. Robinson. Um, so let's hope we can. Indeed, and I, and I, I agree. I mean, it, all the words that are coming out, and I think we said this in a, in a previous pod, is very positive. The words seem to be like there's a, a determination to finish January stronger than when we go into it, which is which is wonderful words to hear. And I think we've got the great, we've got good people there, haven't we? Craig and, and Thorn. Um, so yes, you're right. We've got to trust you need to trust the process and hope we can move on from here. Um, talking of moving on, I'm just thinking about. Um, I know that last week I think our our and accounts came out, and uh, um, maybe it's a little bit boring, but potentially we might have a session where we have a good look and see if we can. Uh, make sense of them because I think it's a really tricky thing to do. I've always said with accounts that you know it's a good thing to you know when they need to be very detailed. But I think we need to produce fan friendly accounts um, with visuals and that sort of thing, so people can really understand and compare where we are with um, with other clubs. Because uh, it, it, you know, I always think that these things, especially football accounts. They're, they're made to look very difficult and complicated. Um, so, and, and yes, we are going to have debt in there. Uh, but I think people have to recognise that this is this is friendly debt. Well, the funny thing is, I was trying to, I mean, yeah, we should probably talk about the accounts with someone who can really read these accounts. But I think there's, yeah, a couple of things you made there, really useful points, is that Hello? we should... We should make a version of the accounts that just is easy for anyone to read. And I've seen companies do that. You know, there's a detailed account and there's something that just kind of spells things out. Um, 
the only things I spotted was that someone on one, the Don's Trust board was suggesting we may, we've been making a loss of a million, but quickly flicking through that, it seems to suggest we made a profit of half a million, so I don't quite understand that. But the one thing that did stand out to me was that we haven't yet put any solar panels on the west stand, and apparently that's an idea, so that would be a good thing to do. But yeah, well maybe we'll, we need to find a, a friendly accountant that can understand it for us, I think. Let's have a detailed discussion about these in the in the next week or so because um, they are important. They're going to guide what what we as a club can afford to do. Um, you know, we might be feeling friendly and happy on the pitch, but if if the accounts are, are not, if the money isn't right, then it's not going to be able to last. So let's have a proper discussion about it next week or the week after. Maybe our listener could tell us whether they want us to do that. Um, you know, feedback is. Feedback is always welcome. We can't afford to lose lose our listener. So, yeah. I'm sorry, chaps, if you can't hear me. Yeah, it's been to these little podcast things uh, and battle, battle against the odds. Um, but, yeah, we're hoping that someone can come in and explain the accounts to us. And, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it does feel like football. football but we need to, i tell you what, if we knew someone from Fair Game, I think they understand the accounts. I think they look at clubs' accounts. We need to get in someone from Fair Game. If we know anyone from Fair Game, um, we should get them in. Can we have somebody from Fair Game who isn't boring? We'll I'll see what I could. I can't promise anything, Alex. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I think the other thing, the other thing to sort out. It's all right. He doesn't listen to this pod anyway. Um, <laughs> The other thing to, to mention very briefly, because we always do, we always want to talk about what the, the women's team are doing. They also scored four goals at the weekend. Unfortunately, uh, in the FA Cup, they their opponents scored five. Uh, 90 minutes plus four penalty, as I understand it, and they're out of the cup, which is really sad, particularly when you've played well enough to score four goals. It's, it's, it's a bit gutting, and I'm really sorry for them. Uh, but as the saying goes, and I'm full of the old cliches today, time to concentrate on the league and making sure that promotion happens. I have a feeling that we played Chatham before in another competition. We beat them earlier this season. So it is a little bit um, it's a little bit frustrating, that game. But there you are. And I, and I think they've got just one more game left of this uh, before the winter break kicks in. And so hopefully, um, yet again, so these are the promises that we're making, listener. One, we'll look at the accounts and see if we can explain them uh, simply. Uh, two, we will uh, we will go along to uh, see a women's game at Plough Lane. We might even do a little recording from the game and uh, and play it. So uh, those, are, those are our promises. Our New Year's resolutions, if you like, uh, early New Year's resolutions. But the same old wobbles, and uh, we look into double our listenership to two. Uh, those are the things that we're that we're really we're really do. What I noticed the other day is someone on Twitter, uh, someone came in and said, "I'd like to talk to someone from from the club, you know, one of the fans from the club about this particular issue." And someone replied, "Going, why well, you should contact uh, the podcasts," uh, and they name checked. The two other podcasts, but not us. What? That's how much we slipped down through the yeah. That's yeah, the influence we're we have. Not even, we're not even thought of anymore. Well, you know what I'm thinking now. 
Yeah, ITV4 must have loads of people that watch football. So we should try and take over some of those electronic signs and really go for it and spend all of our hard-earned cash on sponsorship for the FA Cup. <laughs> Spend, spend our uh, our budget, the same old Wombles budget. Um, and yeah, and we'll, we'll one day we'll share our accounts with people. It will be really quick. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely losing money. That's for we're sure. Definitely... <laughs> I it think we're losing. Bit. We're running out of steam on this podcast episode we as well. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway. Well, Right, that's it, everyone. Thank you. But short, sweet and short and whatever it is. But anyhow, the game on Saturday was fantastic. Played played out of our skins. Took one of the sides that are going to be tipped for a promotion. And uh, and we did them. It was amazing. Uh, Reeves, can't believe we found someone to score penalties. That was fantastic. Last night, uh, the lights went out on us temporarily. But we will be back. And we, ourselves, our podcast will be back next week after um, the Ramsgate game. Join us then. Uh, until then, it's farewell from myself and my wonderful uh, co-hosts, uh, Adam Proctor and Alex Folks. Until then, see ya. Wow. Wow.